0: Hello and welcome back to the Wellness Matriarch Podcast, the place for mothers to chat about all things around motherhood and wellness. We talk about everything from parenting styles, to how to balance work and motherhood, to money mindset, to health and wellness, and so much more. I'm your host, Alyssa Frain, a multi-passionate entrepreneurial mom. Let's dive in. Welcome to episode number three. I'm so excited to have you back. I can't believe I'm already recording the third episode. It feels like time is just moving really fast for me right now. And um, this episode is all about sleep. I'm going to be talking about my sleep issues and patterns as well as my daughter's, and she is three. I'll also give you some resources that really helped me with cultivating a healthy sleep relationship for my daughter. So as far back as I can remember... I have had sleep issues. I remember having a really hard time falling asleep as a child, I've also heard stories from my parents and loved ones about how it was really difficult for me to take naps and my dad would drive us around in the car to get us to fall asleep sometimes. And I also remember not wanting to fall asleep at night, Um, kind of laying in bed and wanting to do other things and just having, you know, an agenda as a kid. You wanted to like go and do things. You didn't want to miss out. That was definitely me. And when I was growing up, I was allowed to have a television in my room. So I think that that probably wasn't super helpful because I would just stay up forever watching TV. And then when I got older and became more social, I would stay on the phone all night talking to my friends on the phone and I doubt my parents realize that, but <laughs> I've always had a hard time falling asleep. I, I never really wanted to miss out and that carried over into my adult life and I remember laying in bed and trying to cultivate healthy sleep habits because that was kind of when smartphones came out and Text messaging started to get really, really popular, and I would just stay up all night texting or stay up all night playing silly games on my phone, and when I would try to fall asleep, it was really difficult to, and I've always had dream-disturbed sleep, so I would have very, very vivid dreams and nightmares constantly, and that carried over all the way up until now. In my adult life, before getting treatments for my sleep issues, I would have such horrible, vivid nightmares that I would be afraid to fall asleep. And this is, you know, not not so long ago, about seven or eight years ago. And sometimes I still have these dreams where I wake up from them and I'm just so happy to be awake. And I also have had lucid dreams. And if you're not familiar with lucid dreams, they are dreams where you know you're dreaming, but you're having a hard time waking up. And what is kind of strange to me is that i would have lucid dreams and in my dreams it would turn into sort of like the movie inception with leonardo dicaprio where Once I figured out I was dreaming in my dream, all of the characters, all the people in my dream would turn against me and attack me. And so it was really difficult to wake up. But I could eventually wake myself up, which was so strange. I remember back to my childhood, um, my mom said that I would sleepwalk. And I had a lot of friends that said that I slept talk too. So that's another component of my active dream state. And um, when I had my daughter you know, you th- you hear all these things about how, oh, well, when you become a parent, you never sleep again. And I don't necessarily believe that's true. I-, I feel like when you become a parent, you just are always tired. Not that you never sleep, but you always feel a sense of being tired. And for me, I think I experience that a lot because I worry so much about her. I worry. So my central nervous system is always active i'm always in that fight or flight mode because i'm just so worried about her all the time which i am definitely working on and it's getting easier as she gets older and i notice that i'm trying to let go a little bit of the things that i can't control like yeah she is going to climb up the thing that she's climbed up a bunch of times and i make sure that she's safe of course but i have to let go like she needs to climb and experience certain things that I don't have control over but anyways back to sleep when she was born she was a really great sleeper and one of my cousins told me never feel bad about saying that about your kid but I still feel a little guilty for her being such a good sleeper when she was a newborn she would sleep four to six hours at a time and I would let her sleep she just Was she was such a good sleeper, but I was so worried as a new mom that I would constantly wake up and check on her and make sure, oh my goodness, is she breathing? Like, is she cold? Is she hot? So even though she was sleeping great when she was a newborn, I was not sleeping great. But that quickly changed when she was around three months, she stopped sleeping at regular six-hour intervals and would wake up pretty frequently. And I was like, okay, here it is. Here is the sleep issues that I've heard about yeah, she's definitely gonna sleep and wake up, and she was more aware of her world, of course, too. So she was awake during the day more and more. And um, that just never stopped. She just continued to have sleep issues all the way up until uh, right now, all the way up until three. She has maybe slept through the night once or twice. And I have tried all sorts of different tools and tricks and all sorts of different things to help her. Sleep And for me, what works best for me and what makes sense the most for me is to support her when she's having a hard time sleeping. And there have been moments like when she, I breastfed her almost until she was three. Uh, I would say like two years and nine months uh, she was breastfed. And I would use that to help her sleep because there was nothing really else that would help her sleep. Um, No matter how many different lovies we tried or passies, it just nothing was helping her. And so after weaning, she started to have night terrors, like full-on, full-blown night terrors. And I am not sure if sleep... Issues like having vivid dreams or night terrors is something that you can inherit. I've heard it both ways, but it was probably from me since I have had those issues my entire life if they are inheritable. And uh, she would just wake up in the middle of the night screaming and asking for very irrational things and I could not calm her down. Sometimes it would last 30 seconds, sometimes it would last 15 minutes and she would be screaming and kicking and her eyes would be open, but I could tell that she wasn't awake. So that was really, really challenging after we weaned her. And I think it probably started because we weaned her from breastfeeding. And uh, luckily, I did some more research on night terrors in toddlerhood. And I found a great formula. And I'll put the link in the show notes for the article from an acupuncturist. And that herbal formula, I think, really helped her regulate her sleep After having sort of, you know, a traumatic experience when you're a toddler, when you have gone your whole life nursing to sleep and then all of a sudden it's gone. So her night terrors have resolved. Thank goodness. And she's not waking up screaming anymore. But she still wakes up pretty constantly kind of searching for us and we do co-sleep which is something that we have gone back and forth on and she has slept some in her room and some in our room but i've noticed that she feels a lot more emotionally regulated when she stays with us in our room versus when there was times where we were really try to get her to sleep in her room and then that ended up me laying down with her and then leaving the room and It just wasn't working for me. So what worked the best was for us to do co-sleeping. And most of the night she starts off in her room and then comes in our room. And also, I just want to say that I know there's lots of different research studies and opinions on sleep and toddlerhood. And this, I'm just saying what works for me and how much I struggled with sleep. And something that was super hard for me as a new mom, I felt like... Nobody ever talked about how hard sleep was. Like I've heard people say, oh yeah, it's really hard, but eventually they'll sleep through the night and then it's fine. And I still have people that have had that experience with their children. I think that's absolutely incredible and amazing. I would absolutely love to have her sleep through the night in her own room and sleep from seven to seven and be peaceful and wake up peaceful but that is just not who my daughter is and no matter how many different things i've tried and trust me i've tried so many things over the last three years to help her and support her through her sleep and i eventually started to do what worked best for me and that was co-sleeping so right now we are transitioning out of nap time which was another struggle because she decided that she didn't want to take naps but i felt like and i think this is maybe a little selfish on my part that i wanted her to take a nap so i can have some time to myself during the middle of the day whether that's cleaning or sitting on the couch quietly or listening to a podcast or journaling or you know all these other things that you want to do and just yesterday, I have decided that I'm no longer going to try to intentionally put her down for a nap because it started to turn into an hour to two hours of me trying to get her to take a nap in the middle of the day and it was just starting to become something I didn't look forward to every day and I, we were kind of, definitely, we were butting heads and she kept refusing to take a nap and I know that she is it a better mood in the afternoon when she takes a nap? But even then, she still wouldn't go to sleep very easily. It'd still take an hour for our bedtime process each night. So if she doesn't fall asleep on her own, you know, if we're going to and from somewhere in the car, uh, which luckily she's easily transferred into her bed when she falls asleep in the car, but if she doesn't do that, then I'm not going to force her or try my hardest <laughs> to get her to take a nap. That's what happened yesterday. And then last night she slept through the night, which I am very nervous to say because I don't want to jinx it, but I'm very excited that hopefully she will start and I mean bedtime still took an hour and a half last night and the afternoon was a little rough but I am really hopeful that this transition is going to be a good thing for all of us some of the resources that I found found were really helpful were some accounts on Instagram that talked about sleep and handling big emotions with toddlers and regulating their emotions so I will put those Instagram handles in the show notes some takeaways from healthy sleep that i have started doing with my daughter which uh, i know there's a lot of resources out there but for me what really helped with having big emotions around sleep were having a regular routine and keeping up with that as often as possible so we would start our bedtime routine and then make sure that she has all of her bedtime stuff like going to the potty brushing her teeth putting her jammies on bath time if it's bath night done and then I start reading books to her and sing songs and have that regular routine set and another thing that I think has helped her is to not have any screen time before bed like no iPads or television or phones or anything that's kind of loud and has a lot of lights going on and moving around and also eating a little snack before bed has helped her too and having a little bit of rough and tumble play whether that is like her jumping off of something and landing safely or her wrestling around with us or her just running up and down the hall something that kind of gets all of the wiggles out has been really helpful. Another thing that we do is have sometimes we'll have music playing in the background, something really soothing, and she really likes being able to choose that. I definitely had to delegate some of the sleep tasks. So my husband will take some nights and I will take the other nights to do most of the bedtime routine. And sometimes we do it together as a family. So our bedtime routine right now takes an hour to an hour and a half, but I like doing that routine because if I have it shorter or skip any of those things right now, it w- it will trigger a meltdown for her. So those are my little tidbits that had helped me with her sleep. And obviously I'm still in the middle of it. I don't know what the future is going to hold as far as no naps during the day. And I know it might fluctuate and maybe she'll take a nap here and there, which I'm totally fine with. That is our journey so far with sleep. Thank you so much for listening to Wellness Matriarch and I will see you all next week.